Someone special just like you, the listener. Welcome, ladies and germs, to a very special Christmas fly casual. That's right. Tonight, the boys have watched some of the worst Christmas movies ever made just to bring their special take to you. And HR has delivered a few gifts that we are going to open and find out what's inside. So you're going to want to stick around because we are going to gav you a very nice Christmas here on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! That's something that actually really drives me nuts about the fact that on any uh, like Christmas radio station, they play this song every hour. The the last every Christmas hour song. On the hour. Every hour. It's a twin spin. And there's different versions of it because people have felt the need to cover that song. But the original wham version of that song is I gav you my heart. The very <laughs> next day you gav it away. And it irritates me as much as Andy Williams saying, and lots of goodies for you and for me. I'm like, what is a goodies? You know what? He doesn't say goodies. He says, lots of goodies for Artistic you. Of course, we sing it through those. Andy Williams. You know what? They're British. Cut them some stuff. Andy Williams is not British. License. Not Andy Williams. Wham. Someone left the cake out in the rain, Mike. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm upset about it because that was going to be some delicious goodies. <laughs> and I was going to gav them to myself. It's as goodies as it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I gave it away. I at some cake that was in the rain. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry effing Christmas. Hey, it's here finally. That's right. It's no longer around the corner. No. Nope. No longer. It's here. It's literally it here a house in down. In front of me, <laughs> staring me down with its cold, dead eyes. And its red glowing nose. It's red glowing That's right. Nose. Christmas Aww. has arrived at last, gentlemen. At last. And, uh, and and we are here to celebrate in spades tonight <laughs> here on another fly casual. I believe it's episode 286 part 11. We will be discussing. We have actually gone to great lengths to bring you some very uh, special Christmas content this evening. We have watched Hallmark original <laughs> Christmas movies. Yeah, we did. I'll do anything for the listener. This is not something I... Now, this is something my wife will show up for with bells on, but this is not something I do. If you do not have your significant other in the room, press pause, gather them, then press play. Because we may eviscerate something that they love, and you don't want to miss the heartbreak. Press play to save. Yeah. Wait, that was all... That happened already. Oh. Yeah. But we are going to be talking about that and 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 head uh, director of HR, one Mr. Sancho Panda, has delivered unto us Sancho like Panda. like the great Saint Nicholas Sandy Pants himself, that aka Mel Gibson, is, right? Delivered to us Christmas goodies, hand, hand delivered. Not quite. Well, they were hand delivered by a hand. Was supposed to come here in person and deliver these to us. Yes, these actually these are gifts. But then something happened this year called COVID nineteen. No, it's because he got his doctorate and and now he's too good for us. That too. Like I gotta get rid of this crap. Nobody would agree (laughs) to call him Doctor Sancho. (laughs) So anyhow, we uh, we do not know what's inside. I think Garrick might have been getting a sneak peek, but we will be guessing. Their fingers. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We will be guessing what. Are inside the pictures, uh, or inside the the boxes. I'm assuming one of these two boxes 
has the head of Gwyneth Paltrow in it. I'm just assuming that, though. So, what's in the box? What's in the box? We are going to get to it. So, let's figure it Let's figure it out. I'm Corey over there's Mike. Hello. Mike. How Mike. are you guys doing? Ready well, for- I'm full of the holiday spirit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like raring to go. I'm bursting with joy. Yeah, me too. I am the embodiment of <laughs> everything Christmas. Christmassy. Yeah. Sappy. Dripping, yeah. dripping with the sap. I am. Why am I drippings with the hallmarky? Yeah. yeah, very sticky. Oh man, very, I have to wash. Yes, let me go wash. Yeah, everybody's outside singing "Auld Lang Syne." <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I've got the Statue of Liberty here with a with a Ness Advantage. Hmm. Or was it the Ness Ooh. Max? I don't remember which one's which. One of them. Ness Advantage was the joystick. Yeah, the Ness Advantage controlling the Statue of Liberty. I'm ready to go. Oh, the va- Advantage. I yeah. love that joystick. Yeah, man. I hated that thing. Those buttons were huge. It was terrible. Huge. (laughs) Huge. Unless you're playing like California games or something. Didn't have didn't have the, the super were, button. Didn't have the super button that instead of you have to pushing it over over, you just push it once and it just like would. Turbo. I, don't, I remember if it had turbo. I know the the Nest yeah, uh, the Nest Max did, or the the yeah. It did you had to flip a toggle on. Yeah, it was a toggle. Was the problem was the buttons were too resistant. They like they weren't like hap arcade control buttons no, that are, have weren't. like a nice. It was crazy. It was like you had to really get down on those things. Yep. You're like sitting on it, sitting Kinda on the like B button. Jerk's mom. Right. A little bit like Yo, that. Wait. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Really Over there, Master Trollman, Stephen J. Howie. Bah humbug. I oh. I dare say, sir. I dare say. You made him that way. You made him watch Hallmark movies. Seriously. Yeah, for the good of Christmas. <laughs> for the good of all mankind. <laughs> to deliver joy to the world and peace oh, and goodwill you, on earth. Turn me men. into a Scrooge. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, if I could remember any lines from Charles Dickens' Scrat uh Scratch, scratch. That's the, that's what we in the industry call writing. We call it. We hey, check out that scratch. It's some really good scratch you put out there, Chucky Dicks. That's what we say, Chucky Dicks. Yeah, yeah. just like that. I just would like be, I would be full of dicks. reciting Charlie back D. any number of the lines that his nephew recites to him at the beginning when he comes in, and Bob Cratchit's all like, "And a Merry Christmas to you, sir." Bah. And I'm like, "Ah, the Merry Christmas to you, Uncle." That's he always, always says it like ink. happy like that. I think ah. he says that. Yeah, something like that. No more coal. Eat you freeze. You stomp dummy. your f- if you're cold, stomp your feet. Oh wait, no, that's Sean Connery what do you and the want Untouchables. Him to eat? My bad. I get those movies confused all the time. All the time. Untouchables versus Christmas Carol. They're like the you're right, all right. interchangeable. So favorite versus version expendables. of Christmas Carol. Mickey's Christmas Carol. It's close it's funny second. That you're talking about Christmas Carol because that relates to the movie I was talking about. Close second to uh, the close second would be the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, that's number one. What are you talking about? Mickey's Christmas Carol. I've just, it's been the one that's been with me since since the beginning, man. What's the the George C. Scott one? That's mine. George C. Scott one's pretty good. I I mean, I don't, I haven't seen any that I don't like. Scrooged? I saw live musical versions at the Goodman Theater in Chicago when I was young and it messed me up. It was wonderful. Yeah, Scrooged. I love Scrooged. You're just Did you great. like the Jim Carrey version? I didn't at odd. first, but I came to appreciate it for how faithful it is to the book, despite being weird and like, look at us CG. It's amazing. And it's Isn't not like a four hour, quote unquote, kids movie. Yeah. I mean, because it's it it is very faithful to the book. To the story, it, it, I mean yeah. the line, the dialogue, and everything. It's yeah, the George C. Scott one is my favorite because it's very nostalgic. We'd always watch yeah. it on Christmas Eve. Yeah, what did you always watch on Christmas Eve across the pond down? If you missed Garrick, not Jay Hardy. 
That's me. Yep. I'm Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> apparently does not listen to what you ask. Him. Nope. Nope. He just waited to hear his name and got excited. Yeah, I don't really listen. <laughs> He's like, oh, my turn. <laughs> my time shines. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Real quick. What was the quintessential, the top number one has to be watched by your family Christmas movie? Wonderful That's Life. Christmas Carol. This one. Yeah. Well, it's going to be different depending who you ask my family. Right. But, but from your point of view. Yes. That's all From that my point of view, it has to be a Christmas story. Okay. Has to be. Three different answers. Three different answers. I have, I have, when I was a kid, it was It's a Wonderful Life. But now, like, this is, this is very, tr- literally yesterday. Well, yeah, but yesterday, my mm-hmm. mother at dinner asked the question, and I hope it offends your, like, I hope it's as weird a question to you as it was to me. Poltergeist. So how many times, <laughs> this was her question. Die hard. This is her question. She asked me. So That's- how many times have you watched Christmas Vacation so far this year? I've already watched it once. <laughs> that Not was me. her question. And I'm like, what do you mean I- how many times? I watch it about once a year, and it's usually with you on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, I've already watched it five or six times. Wow. <laughs> Where is she wow. finding it? I'm not going to lie. She's I've got only, it on DVD. I've only seen that oh. movie once. No. Really? Dude, that Dude, movie's it great. Is a, classic. It is great. It is classic. And it was like last year. Oh, gosh. Really? Very fresh Damn. for you. Without, you know what I'm getting no, you for no Christmas, nostalgia. Howie? What's that? I, I got you know what I'm like three you for Christmas, Howie? What are you getting me? Jelly of the Month Club. That's right. Yeah. Hey, it. hey, Garrick, it's the gift that gives the whole year. Wait, yeah. wait, keeps, I gotta ask. Have you seen the it. other vacation movies? That's, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm, <gasps> yeah. That was the original. My parents yeah, were never original. allowed Holly me to World? watch those. Well, guess what? In the coming months, we were doing Fly Casual yeah, episode on are. the vacation yes, series. Yes, we are. <laughs> you don't have to watch the latest one with we, Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. We watched the... Uh, European vacation in my German class. Oh my gosh. I don't German. think I've ever Was it the that. unedited version? Uh, yes. <laughs> boobies. Yeah, they, she had to German boobies. Stuff. Hey, there's boobies in the first one too. Me and my family are What's looking that, for what? sex. That was the yell at the old woman at the table. Yeah. The blessing. The blessing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> my brother in law does a great impression of that dude. The blessing. Uh, the green jello with Ray, the. Uh, she died six years ago. <laughs> The, I always yeah, think I'm of the green jello with the uh, with the cat food on top. Yeah. Cat food on good top. stuff. That yeah. is classic. She done. She went and wrapped up her damn cat. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. And the rockets red glare. The bombs <laughs> bursting in air. Shitters full. Shitter, shitters full. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the carpet wet, Margot? <laughs> I don't know, I don't Todd. Know, Todd. <laughs> God, I, love that I love how their names are insults at each yeah. other. Todd. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't even think I've seen the original. <laughs> oh. Damn. Have you seen Vegas? Dude, the original. I always forget about Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, I think the only one I've a, seen that's is That's a good the movie. One. Wow. You got to see the first. At, at minimum, you have to see the first. We're going to have to do a marathon or something. The Vegas one is great when they go to the uh, dirt casino. <laughs> yeah. Keenan. Guess, the call, guess the, my number. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's weird. I just hit a, a neat little <laughs> snag here on IMDb. I'm on National Lampoon's Vacation mm-hmm. IMD page, and one of their. <laughs> Pictures 
minutes of um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That is, yeah, that's, that's, that's odd. very strange. That's odd. That's that would be odd, odd. Indeed. Speaking of odd. It's time for us to not net. Well, it depends what's on your docket. Docker really. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Garrick, what's up your docket hole? Oh! Was it ready? Uh, well, guys, I watched a He's brand always ready. Don't let him spanking new movie that just came out David in September. Tenet. A New Hope has been out since 1977. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Well, new is relative. <laughs> True. Yeah, Tenet, baby. I called oh, it. Wait. Christopher Nolan science okay. fiction. Hey, what did you, what did you don't give tenet-ing. too much away because I want to see, see this. Okay, I'm not but, I still need the name of the movie. I know. Yet. It's not a good name. Tenet. Tenet. Because it's called not tenet a good because T-E-N, E-T. maybe another N-E-T. No. Nope, just one N. One T-E-N-E-T. N. Yep. They, they named it that. David Tenet. Best doctor. What? Tenet. Tenet. Because it's a palindrome, and that's important somehow. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't a... watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. I so don't the... get excited about Nolan films. I ease into them slowly. Yeah. I, Nolan I films. Generally okay, like Nolan so films. He does some normal-ish films like, you know, the Batman, Nolan films. And That's not. A few other ones. But then he gets to do Whoa, some, like, I don't know, I guess the one. studio's like, hey, Chris, go do a movie. And he's like, I'm going to do Inception. Is this so one? Nobody understands. Inception was pretty They're dense. like, that's fine. Yeah. Here's a gun that shoots cash at you. All right. I all right. Do another Batman movie. Okay. Do another Batman movie. It does all the money. Okay. You can do another movie. I'm going to do Interstellar. I don't understand I'm it, but cash gun. Wall you know what? Space time. I loved Interstellar. I that's, did too. I really I liked too. it. That's, that's my favorite can, of his Can we movies. talk about Tenet? We're yeah, getting there. But- I'm building up the tension, baby. I'm not very baby. tense. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I am pretty tense. All right. Of his, you of are his building up my tension. I'm couching this movie muscles. in that it's a one of the weirder Christopher Nolan movies. Oh, no. So it's closer to Inception and less close to Batman Begins. Yeah, it's closer to Interstellar. Well, no, probably closer to Inception, I guess, because it's really mind-bendingly weird, and I don't quite understand how the concept works in the movie. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But the acting's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but the basic concept is there's a they've discovered somebody in the future is sending things backwards in time through some sort of inversion process. So, like, things will move backwards. <laughs> and it's hard to describe without you watching the movie. But uh, for an example, he goes into this, I guess, uh, underground facility. Wait, 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 secret- wait. Is this like Superman flying around the world backwards? Yeah. And yes. Same okay. kind of. All right. All right. Now I get it. Never mind. Go so ahead. He goes Go to this secret facility and this lady hands him a bullet and tells him to put it down and then hold his hand and the bullet jumps into his hand. And... She says, okay, now fire the, the bullet and it like moves backwards from the target into his gun and he catches it. 
so it's it's very strange like someone sending uh ammunition and all this stuff backwards in time but it moves also moves backwards to get there so it's not like they're sending it directly backwards or kind of they're not skipping they're just rewinding these yeah items. it's basically rewinding time but only for certain things right? yes okay weird but until later on and then <laughs> it gets crazy oh then it gets crazy okay good <laughs> yeah. good to know okay check so yeah question is this one uh -huh. of those that okay so like interstellar i mean i enjoyed it the first time i saw it but the more i watched it Mm -hmm. the more I liked it because it's one of those that you can go back and watch again and again. And yeah. If like, I want to get depressed and cut you, open a vein, I love that movie, but it things. makes me sad. It does. Yes. Yeah. But you can pick up new things. And, and generally those are kind of movies that I like Yeah, that you can pick up new things each time you watch it. Is this, is are this one of those Damon's? or is it so, what? is it so confusing that you're just like scratching your head? No, I would hope, so. I would hope on further viewing, I would understand more because <laughs> There's a lot Hope's going alive. on <laughs> at at one time, and, and they explain it somewhat to you, and you, I, I kind of understood the concept and what was happening, but at the end, there's just a ton of stuff going on. Like, there's things going forward and backwards in time at this exact same time in the movie, so it's very, it's. I think I would have to watch it again to kind of wrap my head around what exactly is going on in those type situations when i hear something's too high concept for garrick i get concerned <laughs> see i i don't this is, the kind of, this is the kind, i'm weird you guys know i'm weird like this so this might be something that i could take some time yeah. and really digest i still haven't watched inception it's it's really cool <sighs> like the concept is cool i i like i try to understand the concept and this one i didn't quite grasp it so i wasn't sure it was working the way that it should like if it was in reality quote unquote but the acting was enough to kind of yeah okay sure like the the main character's name uh actor is john david washington who hasn't been in much but he's a really good actor and of course has robert pattinson who's the new batman that's funny right <laughs> yeah there's not if there's no happens. inbreeding going on over there at all yeah like he's He's really good in this movie. Like you, I haven't seen him since Harry Potter, and he died like, in movie four. Spoiler! <laughs> in the movie he first appeared in, yeah, he per he personally died. He was a like, producer actor. of uh, the Book of Eli, but then he moved backwards in time, so he was alive again. Robert Pattinson was a producer on the Book of Eli. Oh, you you moved on to Robert. Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, we're talking Robert Pattinson. I got to spend yeah, this Robert, Harry Potter money, don't we were, we were I? Robert Pattinson. No, he's Washington, and and you guys moved to Pattinson, and I didn't. Really oh know. yeah, Robert Pattinson, I enjoyed quite a bit in this movie. And then they uh, did he shine? Does he sprinkle in the sun? Oh, yeah. yeah, did he sparkle tingle or whatever? Yeah, he it sparkles. <laughs> I was talking about him going to pee. Did you? <laughs> did he hide his light under a bushel? Does he tinkle? <laughs> yeah, the main. Uh, I get not not really love interest, but the main female character was uh, the actress who is the golden lady in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. The like oh, main. Yeah, right. I don't know that I would recognize person. her if she weren't short and gold. I didn't gold. either. Yeah. I had to look that up. I'm like, she looks somewhat familiar. Have I seen her? You're like, oh, okay. she's in Peter Rabbit. Oh, well, know. that explains it. Yeah, yes. mops. That, yeah that's like that's go. like Kevin Bacon for me. Everything comes. How do I relate to? Yeah, Peter I totally. <laughs> I, I was looking at her right now. I would totally not recognize her without gold makeup. on. Oh, no. Hello. Yep. But uh -huh. yeah, it's it's a cool thriller type movie. Like 
that's all kind of a little bit of mystery like who's sending these uh things back in time to like mess with the past and all this stuff so yeah i'd I'd recommend watching it i thought it was enjoyable so i don't know what it gets critic wise or anything i didn't really look that up but i have every intention of watching this but once again i still haven't watched inception and that's because I feel like I have to be in the right mood, headspace, and company to watch a Nolan film, and you know it doesn't what? happen that often. Inception is okay. I would Dude, watch. It I again. way too many people totally blow goats over that movie. Like, oh, no. so good, you gotta watch it. And I'm just like, I don't know. It looks like it's wedged firmly in its own asshole. So <laughs> it's it kind, yeah. And you know, as oh, soon no- as I feel a movie's up its own ass, Look, I kind of tap Nolan. Out. I like Usually. Nolan. I'm a big Nolan fan, but that movie. Inception comes the closest to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I've saw, I've seen Inception maybe twice, and I think that's enough <laughs> to kind of get it. It's, it's not ba- something I go basically back to dream layers. That's it. Oh, I know. Yeah, but there's if you go down, don't go too far down. You can't yeah. get back. Go deeper. Can't get back. Go might deeper. end up like Elsa. Yep. That's true. Yeah, get well, frozen. Nobody wants to end up like Elsa, you guys. And then Leo sing, sings into the unknown. <laughs> okay, Turns wait, I'm back in. Or something. I'm back know. in, what guys. That movie but he's using an accent. Oh, I'm back out again. Oh, wait, it was Leo. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> God almighty. He's all right, all right. in the party. Hey, Leo, this is a guy who lives in Southern California. Can he be Scottish and a Highlander? <laughs> He lives in. He's, su- he's born and raised and in Russian at the same time. Uh, southern. He's Southern California. I want to do Filipino accent. <laughs> we really rather you wouldn't, Leo. Can I change <laughs> accents every day? Here, here I go. This is my this is my accent. As my I'm doing my accent. You sound like uh, Blomkamp. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I didn't mean to do an actual plausible one. I was trying to do Leo doing an accent that he just made up. Sound like Blomkamp from. Uh... Elysium. Yeah, I guess I kind of did throw. The funny thing is, uh, when Leo did South African, it sounded just like made up alien language. So there's that. That's anyway. True. All right. Gowie. <laughs> Gowie. All right. So I watched two seasons, because that's all that's out right now, wow. of uh, uh, Star's original counterpart. Counterpoint. I know nothing. Starring. Oh, yeah, the, the car building uh, reality show. Yeah, I know. Nope. Starring. No, it's the car unbuilding reality show. It's counter. Counter part. part. Yeah, starring J.K. Simmons. <gasps> oh, oh J. J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah. J. Jonah. J. I have big picture of uh, Spider Man. So. And drums. This, uh, <laughs> like this series movie. is That's mostly in English. Oh, Although well, I like ta- it already. It takes place in Germany, so there is some German with subtitles, but I don't need them. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's about a, an event that happens that uh, splits the world, in um, not splits the world. It makes a copy of the world. Well, and they're running together at the same time. Like a parallel world, like a Multiverse. parallel world. Wait, I like, like this when it was called Sliders. Um, well, so there's an agency. Right now. There's an agency that uh, on either side that uh, uh, they basically it's kind of this 
almost diplomacy spy games type of thing where mm-hmm. they, uh, you know, try to trade information back and forth because when the world split, you know, it stayed pretty lockstep. Everything was happening as it happened on each, you know, world. Right. But as time went on, it started Starts to deviate. Butterfly effect, that yeah. crap. Uh-oh. So, um, it's quite quite interesting. I actually really enjoy it. J J.K. Simmons is pretty amazing. I think. Hey, what's going on in your world? Uh, yep, yep. Photos of Spider Man. He's got he plays. You two need to- insurance. Two totally at different State person- Farm. <laughs> two totally different personalities. Play those drums. And uh, you totally you could before you even hear him talk or do anything, you just look at him. You know which which guy you're yeah you're dealing with. I'm going to testify about child psychology. <laughs> that so, deep cut, deep cut, baby. Deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely kind of a like a a spy intrigue, mystery, sci-fi thriller kind of a series. What what um, time period is it in? Or are they in separate time? Oh, they'd be the same. No, time. it's the same time. So like the split happens. Uh, I can't remember, like late eighties or early nineties or something like that. <gasps> Who did uh, it? So what's interesting is all these people. Like share the same childhood memories. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's, and of course, then there's people who were born like after it happens. Right. Um, and uh, some people were born and some people were not born. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I, I don't want to you know, talk too much about it because. I don't want to give like any of the. If you touch the copy of main... yourself, do you merge into a giant gelatinous puddle? Yeah, that should, that's the jelly, important question. Jelly. Yeah. Or do you jelly. unravel the fabric of time itself? No. Oh can occupy God. some space. <laughs> so th- this is the one thing of the series that you kind of have to let go a little bit and, and not okay. think too hard about the science of everything. Yeah. Because most everybody like looks, I mean, other than hairstyle changes and clothes i mean they all like look the same uh-huh. so you're like well that probably wouldn't be the case 100 percent of the time but in the tv show how are you going to really do that effectively kind of a thing yeah uh the science isn't really explained uh in the second season they kind of talk a lot more about what happened but not in the detail scientifically. You know what? So Somet- sometimes it's not about it's not was, about the science. Of I was going to say sometimes that's okay as yeah. long as is the show itself can carry you through that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You and, don't and need that's, to know that. That's what it. That's the storylines and uh, the acting are. You know, you're in it for the stories that take place in this world, not for why it happened and, and the science part of it. So, um, so as long as you're cool with that. I think, I think most of you will probably really enjoy it. Awesome, cool. Check and it out. And they do not try to sell you insurance. Oh, mm. well, farmers oh. insurance. Thanks, J.K. I like when they had the top of the roof inside a classroom. The roof. Yeah, it's yeah. actually nice to see J.K. Simmons in something. Nice. I <clears throat> watched Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Oh, Billy Elegy. First off, all you got to say is Ron Howard, and I'm in. Yeah. Solo 2? Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. 
Hillbilly Elegy. <clears throat> I don't understand the debate going on if there even exists the debate going on about this yeah. movie. Sometimes you have to. Seem, like I'm hearing a lot of people <laughs> going, "Oh, shit. people aren't paying attention to the movie because it's about Trump supporters," and I'm like, no. "This." There could not have been anything less political about this movie. It was about a certain culture of people, but there's like zero politics. You know, I in this film, I had I've read about this film, and my understanding is that they took great pains to not make it political. That they, they there was really there just was a wanted point it to be the the human aspect of this. There was a because point, this is based on a book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's based on a book that's based on true story. Mm-hmm. And there is a point in the movie where it there's a pause and you're ready for it to go. And you don't you don't feel like it's going to fall down that route. Your mic's sounding really weird right now. All right. Let me try this. Oh, in and out. Yeah. How's that? Much better? Better. Yeah. So it's there's a point in the movie where you're like, all right, this could be the point where it starts to skirt down that route. And then, of course, corrects real quick. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. It actually surprised you. Oh, mm-hmm. but I I don't. I don't give a rat's balls what other pink people think about this movie. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Really? And and partially because it hits really kind of close to home. In so far as majority of the film takes place in southern Ohio. Yeah, that's your dad's. That my whole family, right? my everyone in my family is born in the same town in southern Ohio. Oh wow. And it takes place in Middletown, Ohio. Okay. <clears throat> but Basically, the family's from Kentucky. It starts off there in Kentucky, right. and it's like a family reunion. They have their, and then they go back to Middletown, Ohio, mm-hmm. and it does a really unique. Ron Howard, you're such a beast. This is this is basically Appalachian poverty exploring that the 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 after effects of Appalachian, but like they come from Appalachia, mm-hmm. their people do, but they live in Middletown, Ohio. Okay, and that's because people went to go work for the steel mill. And the funny, right, he, right. he Ron Howard does it so brilliantly that. You see the kid going back in like what the eighties or whatever, and seeing the steel mill and there's smoke pouring out of it, and all these people, and then this the changes, and you see modern him arriving, and it's all there's nobody there, it's boarded up, dead, nothing coming out, and you see the difference, and over like over the course of thirty or forty years, how a lot of these small towns in Ohio, Michigan, all kind of all over the Midwest, kind of a heavy concentration in the Ohio, Michigan area, though, have just died. Right. I mean, towns that have just been murdered. And up until I I mean, I don't want to get overly political about it either. But up until the last 10 years, they didn't really get any representation Mm -hmm. in any public consciousness through me. And even now, it's like people are fighting to get attention for this type of thing. But. The reason why it hits close home to me is because when I go back to my hometown, so, okay, this, so the story is, this guy's remembering back to this at the beginning, and what it is, he's now at Yale, and that's why I identify this, because clearly, I went to an Ivy League school. No. <laughs> he's, he, he's, or a Christian in, school he's in Yale, and he's at, he's at Yale Law School, all right, and he's trying to get an internship, because he's literally got all these credit cards just trying to scrape by, because he doesn't. Have, there's no money in his family. So he's trying to get he's trying to hustle every way he can. And he finds out his mom's in the hospital because she was using again. She OD'd. And so oh, he's got to go. Drugs. He's got to go back home to straighten everything out because his sister's got her family. She can't handle everything. Grandma's too old. And by the way, the grandmother played by Glenn Close. Oh, my God. She's amazing. Really? Glenn Close. 
I mean, she's just transforms into a different human being. It's amazing. Uh, the mom is Amy Adams. Ooh. Okay. And another transformation that, is, uh, like, I'm not kidding. Like, Amy Adams, I think, like, Man of Steel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like she's, she's a good actress. She's, a good, she's an extremely good actress. I think Muppets. The she's Muppets? very pretty. <laughs> she's like, she's like the, right. the definition of the word pretty. Like, like, like the Muppets is a perfect example of that like she's just this, she's just so damn pretty, right? Mm -hmm. She is in this movie, like the, the, the perfect quintessential example of the women that like, that would be my age now, like girls that I probably went to elementary school with mm -hmm. would look exactly like her. Like I, like I, the look in the movie, I'm like, Oh my God, that it's not Amy Adams. That's a lady from Southern Ohio. Like it, 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 it's hard to explain, but it's perfect. And so he's going back and he's trying to get her checked out. He's trying to get her into rehab, and he's got to get back for a job interview and stuff. And the, the the reason why it really resonates with me is because while he's going back, that's his home. But you can tell he feels like a survivor's guilt is what I would call. Like he's on his way out. He's he's worked hard. He's made something of himself. And the movie goes back and forth between the past and the present to show how he didn't fall into the same trap as everybody else. You know, so you see him as a kid. And all by the way, the casting is brilliant in terms of like the kids when they're younger and the adults and they're older. Like, it's oh, my God, like it's hard to believe these people aren't related to each other. But this story is just over the course of a day or two how he's just trying to get it done so that his family, because family's the most important thing, even though he's worked his entire life to make something else of himself. Right. And when I go back through my hometown, like half of downtown was torn down for a giant hospital campus because it was all just boarded up houses and like meth dens, you know, where when I was a kid, I think Christmas lights and you know what I mean? Candy shops and stuff like it was already, not what it was back in like the 30s and 40s right but like now it's like they literally like well we'll just buy up half of the downtown area and tear it down because nobody cares you know there's nothing left like the factories have scaled back all most of the major businesses have gone the town's just kind of like on commercial life support you know, the mall is like got like three open stores. I found a YouTube video where a guy did a walk through the mall comparing pictures that were from when I was a child. I was like, that's what I remember looking like. And then shows the same image, like a video from that same point. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, mm -hmm. and there's not, you know, much else. And I just I was it, it was really personal. It's a very well made movie. I feel like even if somebody doesn't have that type of personal perspective, they could mm -hmm. still enjoy it. But I mean, I like I was one I jumped on and I immediately tweeted Ron Howard like, Thank you, because I, I didn't realize how under as much as I am a white male and I'm overrepresented in everything. I didn't realize how underrepresented my personal version like the, or mm -hmm. personal relation to that is. Mm -hmm. And so I saw this and it struck me so deeply. So, yeah, highly, highly recommend is this is was this a national release or is this like a casualty of covid and was released to like Netflix? It's only made eighteen thousand. Whoa, that's terrible. I, I, is it streaming? Where is it? Where can I find I it? I forget now. Netflix? I think it's a Netflix. Netflix, yeah. It's a Netflix right. original. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's a Netflix. Okay. So, okay. Netflix bought it okay. and put it out. All right. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I think this movie is fantastic, but for some reason, a lot of people are just poo-pooing it, yeah. I, and I, I legit don't well, understand. Like, no, the could a movie like Fried Green Tomatoes not make it now? The, I mean, the critics are panning it, but 
I don't, who I, pay, there, honestly, who pays attention? There's to nothing to pan. The performances are amazing. The story's engaging. I don't know. I don't get. I don't get it. I, I think it's a really good. I guess well, if if people with if people with Appalachian accents turn you off, then I'm sorry. Well, this is interesting. So, I on IMDb, it's it's got a six point seven out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, twenty six percent. Metacritic, thirty nine percent. But Google users, eighty six percent like the movie. See, yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like the opposite of the Last Jedi effect. I, it's like they feel like they're supposed to hate it, and I don't know what there is to hate. And, and honest to God, that's why Glenn I Close can't. is a goddess performer, and same with Amy Adams, just amazing. That's what I'm both you of them. can't and nowadays, and I, I don't know what it is either, and I can't stand it. But I mean, entertainment critics mean nothing to me. Yeah. I mean, it's not uh, media, a story. Media that, in general means almost nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to make you feel good. You know no, what I mean? But I mean, but those are important movies that, yeah. that make you think about things and about maybe to- things that don't get a lot of exposure. Sure. Right. And so mm-hmm. I, but but that's I don't think you have to come to it for that. I think it stands on its right. own. So right. well, that's good, Mikey. What's your dockering? All right. So actually, just today I found um, this weird internet. Um, show that josh gad does oh you just discovered this did you i did so you it sounds like you're familiar with it. i have watched a few okay so reunited apart yeah is the name of his internet show yeah it's on youtube mm-hmm. and uh i watched a couple episodes today and uh it was i i i was just put it on as background noise while mm-hmm. i was working but then i found myself not working and paying attention <laughs> to the episode yeah because they were better than i expected them to be yep um the first one I watched was a Wayne's World reunion. That's the one that what? recently came out, and I haven't watched it yet. I've been holding off. That he's was... reuniting like movie people. Yeah, they he goes to movies and he reunites like the okay. cast, the directors. When I first saw this, just before you get in too deep, yeah. When I first saw this, I thought he just gets the main actors together. Oh it, no! Every episode, you get surprised chat. at how deep he keeps going. I was shocked, especially in the Wayne's World one, how deep he went. They I never mean, show you on the on that thumbnail. They never show you everybody that's coming in. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, because of course they start. Well, first actually, this one was they funny. Get because, Dana Carvey. Yep, Dana Carvey and uh, Mike Myers and Mike talking Myers. together, and they don't. What? They famously, they're not besties. <laughs> yeah, they're not besties anymore. They don't get along that well. Yeah, really? and uh, yeah, but no, actually, they started this episode with uh, Aerosmith. He got Steve, uh, Joe Perry, and, and Stephen Tyler <laughs> See, it, exactly. to start the episode. Yeah, you don't expect oh. this. Josh Gad calling up J- Joe Perry, saying, "Hey, can you help? Can you connect me with Mike Myers?" Yeah, it's David all Harvey. that's all staged, and, and of course silly. it is. But it was silly and fun. I would love it if Josh Gad would effing shave before he records these shows. He always. <laughs> looks like the worst kind of a scuzz yes it is pretty bad it's like it's awkward okay so so the how this is set up is basically yes he surprises you how deep he goes yeah a cast list yeah and then you have all these and he asks questions and then you get to the end and he brings in a surprise guest to do some trivia about the movie right so which was which was a lot of fun but um so yeah, the Wayne's World one was really interesting because again, like you said, he brings uh, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers. Yeah, don't together. don't tell me because I want to be surprised when I watch it. Who all shows up? I've oh, got it. I've got it okay. in mind. I won't get too deep <clears> then. But my, my <laughs> one of my favorite ones was I didn't even realize this at the time, but Lara Flynn Boyle is in that movie. Yeah, as Wayne's girlfriend. That hey, Lara. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, of course, I think of her. As- I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns, which would necessitate an entire rack. 
But, you don't like um, it? Fine. Yeah. So that, that that was fun. But yeah, how deep it went and the conversations were were just funny and great. And just like I said, I was shocked at how deep they went into this. Yeah, they get everybody. Part I'm going to spoil it. Part one. of it is they, they, uh, Part of the proceeds of doing the show is it goes to charity, right? And since yes, the stars right. have nothing to do or have had less right. to do, it's right. easier to wrangle them yeah. in. And all of this, by the way, is like a Zoom call. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah, um, so and it's, it's a it's, it's a painfully staged one, it's, but it's still it's fun. painfully staged, but it is pretty lo-fi. And uh, in this episode, the one thing that I will ruin for you is that they bring in the existing members of Queen. Oh, talk to them I was wondering if that would be part of Bohemian it. Rhapsody. Oh, and they talk nice. about the whole story about how that song was chosen yeah. and, and how the studios really wanted them to use contemporaries. Yeah. And Mike Myers is like, yeah, no. Yeah. Doesn't and, work. And now how that it's such it's so iconic. Yeah. You know, and how that was Queen least, got put back on the on rock the map, map by that map. movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And uh, actually, there was a really touching scene where um, because um Freddie Mercury was still alive when this happened, but he was toward the end. Yeah. And um, they basically revealed to Mike Myers, who was the one that pushed for the song, that Mercury was very aware of the resurgence and yeah. all this stuff that happened. And it really almost brought Mike Myers to tears. He's like, I had no idea. Really? Yeah. So that, wow. you know, that. I've watched the Goonies episode. Oh, okay. All right. And Goodies. I watched the Lord of the Rings episode. All right. And the Lord of the <laughs> Ring ones, you just you like Aston fan. That one just keeps on going, man. It just keeps. <laughs> oh, I bet. They just keep popping onto the screen. You're like, nice. my God. See, I'm gonna have to find that one now. Oh yeah. The other one I watched was uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, also a good episode. That would be. And uh, the scene stealer in this one is going to be Ben Stein. Yeah. <laughs> He's they still bring alive? Ben. Yeah, he is totally alive. And nice. His, I mean, all of it's great. Um, especially, well, just even just Matthew Broderick and Alan Ruck, I think is his his buddy, um, Cameron. And um, I mean, just they're remembering how they were cast and how that all yeah. happened because they had done a play together and their chemistry and you know they're remembering back to um, oh gosh, who made that movie? John Hughes. Yeah. Um, you know how <laughs> they John, John Hughes made all the movies. all the movies yeah. back then. But um, they were t- talking about how when they were first cast, they did a, a dress rehearsal or not a dress rehearsal. Screen test. It was a screen test with just wardrobe. Yeah, it was like a yeah. wardrobe yeah. test. And how John Hughes was like, "You guys have no chemistry," and blah blah blah. And and uh, and I, I don't know. I'll just let you watch it. But um, it was it was a great episode. But the Ben Stein part is definitely the best part because basically Ben Stein was pretty emotional about him even being invited on this show because he's just like this this movie made me he, he's like this set the course for my whole life yeah up until here i was just a screen or i was a sc- uh, speechwriter for nixon <laughs> and then this put me in front of a camera but um how he got brought in too was so extraordinary because he was basically asked by a buddy who was working on the film hey come in we're gonna do some screen tests mm-hmm. And uh, he got there and showed up and he's like, do you have some lines? Actually, he said when he showed up, he thought he was just going to be like standing up front writing on the board or, you know, just being a teacher. And they were like, hey, you know what? Can you ad lib some lines or whatever? And basically the what's in the film is what he ad libbed in the screen test. Just off the top of his head. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, when you go back and listen to that, you're just like, oh, my gosh. 
who thinks this way? Right. You know, because yeah. I, I mean, you need to go back and listen to that that whole scene in the classroom, but it was it was Bueller. pretty it was pretty great. Yeah. Well, Bueller. yeah. Of course they. And that's the other thing. At the, toward the end, they have they have the actors that read are there little parts read of it, yeah. parts and stuff. And of course, yeah, they had them do that. Actually, but. that's the most painful part for me. Usually, is when they have them read parts of the script. I'm like, sure, eh, yeah, some of it. But I'll, talk ta- about I'll it. tell you what. When when Ben signed, actually Josh Gad at some point was like he goes I just want you guys to because they had him perform the scene from the classroom mm-hmm. you know where he's he's you know doing the lecture and whatnot and he goes I just want everyone to know I sent him about a quarter of the script and he goes he just performed all of it off the top of his head <laughs> <laughs> wow because and again and it just showed how appreciative of he was of yeah. you know the whole you know the whole thing and, and blah 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 so no it's it's a fun little watch and it's not very deep and involved and but it's, it's like it's so those you don't know if this bits. could have ever really happened if it weren't for covid yep well the funny thing is, is this pre, this show pre-exists COVID. It does, but I, so. I can't imagine it would be doing as it's many popular, as it does if everybody right. was... I'd agree. I got to tell you, though, Goonies, uh, Kihoi Kwan, a.k.a. Jonathan Kihuan, yeah. a.k.a. Short Round, a.k.a. Yeah. Data. Yeah. Voice has not changed a pitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. He sounds exactly like the tiny little dude in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's hilarious. Exactly. Has not. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's like Rufio times 10. <laughs> it's like Zuko up in there. So good stuff. Check it out again. <clears throat> Josh Gad reunited apart YouTube. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I'm going to call an audible. All right. We're skipping news. Oh, let's do that. Yes. About- yeah. What news. we're we're doing we're skipping news we're, we're doing skipping a thing. news we're doing a thing right now we're gonna do a thing let's do a thing and our thing here is opening presents woo presents <clears throat> from um from director of HR Sancho Panda MD I am shocked that HR is giving us Sancho gifts Panda year. MD. Uh, I was told not to open. The, I don't know if there you are wrapped. For Mike, though, so. I don't know if there are wrapped boxes inside of the boxes, but I was told not to open the boxes. They are not open. I will attest to that. So I'm going to do Actually, just a quick peek. They look like they're open right now. <clears throat> I'm going to do a quick peek to see if there's something that I'm supposed to hand out first, or if these are things that we're supposed to guess before we even look within here. <clears throat> so don't look. Don't look. I'm hey, hey, hey. There's bubble. Okay. There, I don't know what it was, but it's not wrapped. So, I'm told there is a gift in here for each of us. Okay. The thing is, I don't know if I'm able to identify what's for whom. We're supposed <laughs> to figure that out. Yes. It, it, maybe that's part. Of, I was told that we are supposed to guess what the gift is for each of us. Yes. And that it is based on something that we have previously said. Oh, no. Or something like that. And that I we know, would. I know the. Uh, I have the answer key, so, <laughs> so I'm just gonna sit back. My and my gift is some kind of food item. Pure leaf tea. It's it's what what's in my mouth. So it's what's in your what's in Howie's mouth from the old the old standby the old chestnut. What's in Howie's mouth? Mine is gonna be booze or boobs. One of the two. B and B. Booze, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Actually, mine's going to be Rosario, Rosaria Dawson. No. Why would you get my girlfriend? No, no my girlfriend. she's my wife now. What? Oh, my. Oh, damn. I have, I have two Stepping wives. in. Uh-oh. Howie's moving to, moving to Utah. Uh, I see you know it's going to be Garrett's <clears throat> mom just before you know it. So, all right. 
All right. So I think Derek got here. I <laughs> I'm assuming that I'm assuming something's going to be a deep cut reference to something that I have previously ranted about or hated on. No, I feel like that's the easiest no. identifier for me. Mike's going to be. I hope. The last it, I hope it's the last. No, I was going to say the I whole movie of the last DVD. Yeah. Steelbook case. Wait, wait, wait. Collectible. <laughs> 4K DVD. Blu-ray. And and Garrick knows all the answers, so I don't know if he even gets to warrant a guess. No, he doesn't. So, all right. I'm going to open the first box. Here we go. There's bubble it. wrap, which I may end up playing with distractingly. It's my drum roll. Oh my all right. Gosh. I don't even. But I no. Wait. <laughs> Mike sounds so tripping. This is the Star Wars commemorative series Hot Wheels Slave One. That's that's nice got to be Garrick. <laughs> Garrick or yeah, Howie? That's... Garrick or Howie? I say, that, I say it's Howie. Yeah, I'm probably leaning toward Howie. Because, but then again, yeah. I used to rag on, on Hot Wheels all the time, but it was specifically the morph. I, I've got to say this. Cars. Howie's sitting there like, please give that to me. Yeah, I know. Like, Howie's, <laughs> Howie's the Boba Fett. The highest well, just, of just, all of we us. We need to set him out. All right, I'm going to hand that over to you guys so you can ogle it. All right. It, yeah. it's for, I, I got to tell you, I don't look at the Hot Wheels stuff very often. That's a very nice little, that's, like, uh, that's cool. or like, steeled out yeah. slave one. Hot Wheels. All right. Portals. Portals. All right, here comes the next one. Oh, boy. <clears throat> oh, no. Actually, hmm. I have a Funko Pop oh, here. Oh, wait a minute. Funko Pop? Somebody <laughs> is an investor in Funko Pop. It's a Tailspin <laughs> Sheer Khan <laughs> Funko Pop. Okay. Hmm. I feel like this is Garrick. I don't know. I don't know who which who likes one's tailspin the most. I don't know. What I feel like Gary. I don't even know what that is. The most. All right, here it comes. Not giving anything away. Star Wars Funko Pop, Anakin Skywalker with the yellow Sith eyes. <clears throat> These are all really nice. You got you three are the Funko guys. So three. Wait. Yeah, but it'd be funny if you were if you were given one that's, that we could enjoy. That's that. true. I mean, who, which of us wouldn't want this though? Yeah, seriously. Mm. I was gonna say all of you. Walmart guys. exclusive Funko Pop. Ooh, I I have said I have said I like Funko Pops when the eyes are not standard. <laughs> I've said not, that many those times. Aren't standard. Those are <clears> and these are non-standard. They're those yellow with Sith the red eyes. around them. So Orange, Sith. Sithy eyes. Yeah, the Sithy eyes. So I feel like I, I feel like if that one could have connective tissue to me. Those are youngling killing eyes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and another Funko Pop. Funko Pop. It's Spider-Man with the bag over his head. With the Fantastic Four with the bag. And it's, and it's, a, it's an actual uh, bobble. I have no idea what that means. This is uh, one of his costumes in the game. In the, the PS4 Spider-Man game. Oh my gosh, this mm -hmm. is tough. Yeah, another Walmart Fantastic exclusive. Bagman. Yeah. Gosh, we say so many dumb things. I'm not sure. <laughs> I am not yeah. sure. I'm glad we have a key. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad Garrick was, was given a cheat sheet. Yes, 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 yes. So I do remember Tailspin. There was uh, an episode where Sancho was 
doing the uh, uh, what's that terrible cartoon resistance resistance, and he used, <laughs> he used tailspin yeah as one of the songs. I actually was looking at that when I was browsing on the I thumb. Don't, the, I don't earlier. recall um, the episode of. I don't know that it matters. Uh, All right, what are your guesses? What's for who? Well, I would have figured if there was a Last Jedi. This lot, the, the Spider Man, that, that would be confused, me. But... It confuses me. Yeah, me too. I that played, one, I, I played the heck out of the Spider Man game did. where this is one of the unlockable costumes at Garrick's house over uh, Labor Day weekend a couple years ago. Okay, now I, that said, I had on a podcast not too long ago mentioned that I was playing the Spider Man game on my Xbox. Yeah, yes, like an old Xbox three sixty. In college, I had some of those weird Fantastic Four crossovers during that whole age of Onslaught or whatever it was. Okay, so I castigate Funko Pops all the time. I don't like them. And I've castigated Hot Wheels. (laughs) Yeah, but that's a good Hot Wheel. That's a good Hot Wheel. I would totally be into that. Yeah, but but would you be affiliated with Slave One Hot Wheels in any way? Which one of these would you be affiliated with? Would it be the Spider-Man with the bag on his head? That's the closest I If come someone to, were to inflict a pop vinyl upon you, it would be the Spider-Man with the bag on his head. I guess. Okay. I can't believe you don't like Funko Pops. What's wrong with you? I don't know. My kids are starting to get into them, too. They want them. Howie, you are an investor in Funko Pops. I am. Which of these... And I'm very happy three are on the table now. Yeah. That means... You know what sucks is that since Spider-Man has a bag over his head and Shere Khan has a tiger face, all of these have unique looks to them, really. Yes. They're not just like standard human face Funko Pops that could be anybody. Look, a guy is okay. I think wait, wait. Spider-Man with a bag over their head because it's the most, mm, I was going to say the most unique, but. Okay, who's been castigating Spider-Man lately before all the freaking... Well, the new Spider-Man 3 When were these purchased? When were these purchased? Do we know? He did say that... They were originally going to be... planning to come over summer. Yeah. So these these could be episodes that are a little old. Right. And these, these are not like straight from Amazon... It looks like it may have come from Sancho's place of work. <laughs> this box here. Christianbook.com. <laughs> was probably, <laughs> yeah, probably, I think these were hand packaged hmm. and shipped. Uh, yeah, he may have actually went to the store, purchased them, and then shipped them. Garrett, can you give us any clues? Is that allowed? Um, uh, Maybe. <laughs> I'll have to think. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a clue without giving it away. Is this but, is this uh, a positive thing for the receiver or yeah, a yeah, negative exactly. thing? Yeah, yeah so it, that would it's help. a positive thing. Positive thing. Okay. Due to something you've said repeatedly. <laughs> oh, man. Something yeah. we've one said of, either repeatedly. Either one of those two. One of, huh, okay, so my video well, game... I, I, I'm pretty sure... Corey is getting a Funko. Mike liked the Jungle Book. I did. Well, you like the Jungle Book movie, and Khan is from Jungle Book before Tailspin. Yeah. And you said the Jungle Book was the, the best live action Disney remake, right? No, I've not seen it. Oh, I've said, oh. I've said the old Jungle Book, like 
the old oh one, yeah well in, like, either the way 70s or whatever well that's what this character was based on in tailspin was from that okay you know blue was the main character okay so maybe i was confused by that one till i realized right now that it, that's a tiger head <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind i it's kind. see it now i uh I have. I remember always saying that uh, Sith eyes. You got Sith eyes. You got you got the yellow dark side eyes. That's all. That I remember historically that's been a thing of mine. And Anakin's got the Sith eyes going on. I, boy, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to make a connection of any of those three to me, and having a hard time. Other than Funko itself, right? I think all three of the Funkos good. All right, Garrick, any, <laughs> any hints at How all? all four? Th- yeah, it's me. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is for Howie, because he's been a good boy this year. Yeah. I'm getting... I don't understand the Spider-Man. Maybe it's not for you to understand. We don't know, because Garrick won't give us any hints. All right. Okay, uh, wait, wait. Spider-Man's from Secret Wars. Does that help? Ah, it oh. is? Okay. Well, I, I like Secret Wars. Well, well I... I like... Logan Secret Wars. <laughs> I have I okay, have Logan. the original Secret Wars uh where Spider-Man gets the symbiote suit for the first time. The first time he ever uh, had that and it's on the cover yeah. of like the original Secret Wars like number 4 or 8 or something and I have yeah. that. Yeah. So if this is from Secret Wars then I think this is for me. Okay. That makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Am I right? Yes, that is correct. Yay! Hey, right. Spider-Man. Cool. Hey. hey. You're always bragging about having that comic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly being said. It is okay. in such bad shape. I have to brag about it because it's not actually worth anything. <laughs> All right. Howie's always bragging about being the Boba Fett fan. So I really feel like the Hot Wheels. How do you feel? I, well, that's the way I'm leaning with it all out on the table. Yeah, but but Howie, but you hate home Funko Pops. But yeah. Garrick is also a big Boba Fett fan. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> and a Hot Wheel fan, and a Hot Wheel fan. So, but I'm that's why I'm like still trying to figure out the uh, the okay, I, I'm gonna say this I have quite a bit. Said that I'm an um, a Hayden Christensen fan. Yes, and that yes. I really would like to see him get some kind of redemption and things like that. Which we now know he's going to get some. He's going to get some yeah. of that. I'm going to guess mine's the Anakin. Garrick, that, is that correct? That is correct. Oh, oh! went oh! out on a limb uh, with a Funko well, as, Pop. As soon as the you said that, correct, the reasoning was not. Oh. <laughs> Although it's funny because as soon as he said that, I'm like, that's got to be it. That's right. So he, Sacha says he Mike gets the glowing eyes Anakin pop because he needed space on his shelf. <laughs> okay. You got it because that. <laughs> also because you love Anakin. Yeah, no, also, that was the reason. Yeah, that's it's your boy. Yeah. I do love Anakin. Yes. All right. So I'm an apologist. I'm going to say Sheer Khan's going to Garrick. Nope. That's Howie's because Howie loves Tailspin, he thinks. 
<laughs> there you go, buddy. All right. There it is. I do now. <laughs> yeah. Tailspin. Really, Shere Khan was the best part of Tailspin. Yeah. No, it was Kid Cloud Kicker having that so little What is sky Tailspin? Surfboard. I don't remember. They took the all uh, the creatures from uh, the Jungle Book animated movie and yeah. they put them in a, like a like a Ducktales, like a modern day city. Okay. Yeah. And there you go, and added some. Oh, characters. okay. Mm-hmm. This it is was an adventure cartoon. A 2018 like, fall convention exclusive. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Limited edition. Ooh. Limited edition. So Garrett gets slave one. Yeah. What? What? Nice. He just has, actually, I think, I'm, I was always pimping Hot Wheels Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day when we did. Yeah, the he, he did. If he you did. want it, totally come and did. claim it. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll hold on to it. No, for no, you no, in no, no. How about we cut it in half? Oh, no. Half, Wait, how about we just sit it on the shelf in the studio and you can all. be cut in half than the. <laughs> cut that me works. in half. <laughs> How does that story go? Well, thank I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna at least take it out of the box yes, for the time. Thank being. you. <laughs> no, <laughs> Why no. no, I already took it out of the box because I thought it was mine. <laughs> thank you, Sancho thank of you, HR. Sancho. Yes, HR thank you. These are, uh, these for are awesome. humoring us. HRDR and our charging at windmills. DRHR. Yes, absolutely. In the meantime, did you guys know? Did you know? It's time for the parking lot blue again. I don't know if y'all know this, but them Hallmark Christmas movies, mm-hmm. they make those things year round. They're in a <laughs> lot of different places. Sometimes they filmed in Hotlanta. It's their bread and butter. You know, you got to have snow in a Hallmark Christmas movie <laughs> year round in Hotlanta. That's hard. That means you got to have a lot of fake snow. Sometimes that means getting ice wherever you can. Mm-hmm. Even if that means going to a fish market and buying up all the ice after the fish already been in it. That's right. Oh. Sometimes instead of a Hallmark Christmas movie, stink like rotten fish because that's where <laughs> they got the ice from to be the snow. Just like the movie, am I right? Oh! I slam dunk! Got him! They're not coming back from that. You about to destroy their whole career. I just, I just like went all like uh, General Sherman on them. You did. On Atlanta. Did. On Hotlanta. <laughs> Burned it to the ground. Yeah, he did. Too soon? Yeah. The day old Dixie died, man. Or something. I don't know. That's what they've been singing. Hey, guess what, guys? It's time to get down and dirty with some... With, oh, wait. That's not what I meant to play. <laughs> Whoa, wait. And this is it. We're oh, talking yeah, Christmas. That's right. We're not going to sit through this whole song. Some job of sailboard roller skates. Somebody splurged on me. I'm still proud of this. All over you. Kylo Ren cheat for my... Hey, 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 hey. What? Don't make an innocent child's tune... I don't know what you're about. ...about how rad he is about the dirty, deviant, nasty things that <laughs> you think no of. I have no idea what you mean. Radical. <laughs> radical, Rad. radical, radical. Guys, we're here to talk about Hallmark Christmas... Movies. Yeah. Whose idea? Wait, whose idea was this? Mine. This was Corey's. Okay. Terrible idea. This was me, baby. (laughs) It was the worst idea of all time. You know what? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Of all time. This is payback. This is. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the best. Hallmark Christmas movies up my sleeve. Y'all as a kid going to watch Ninja Scroll next week. <laughs> no, I seat enough tentacles. I'm just saying that I every now and then I feel like it's only fair if we subject ourselves to something awful. Okay. That's why that's why we used to do Watson Howie's mouth to be. Well, with. that's uh yeah. yeah. That happened this yeah. week. Because regular sure. Christmas movies too easy. Oh, absolutely too easy. And Everyone also that. also each one of us has seen a Christmas movie so many times that we could easily pick one and then not watch it, not be fresh, and just walk in and be like, Oh yeah, what a rug out this slam dunk. But I was like, no, y'all going to have to watch something. Well, there is a Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is. So John McClane was John all McClane's mad about not something. not wearing any shoes. With, with Hallmark Christmas movies. Lives. You don't have to watch it to know the story. That is true. In fact, that's more true. That's exactly as true as a sane person would assume it is. They do recycle the plots often and intentionally because they have formulas that they know that work. These things might as well roll off a factory line. These <laughs> they have they have people working on these films that are working on multiples at the same time. And it takes them less than a week to shoot. There are like three wow. actresses like I think I think if you take uh Aunt Becky when she's not in jail for bribing her kid into school. <laughs> Word. And Candace Cameron Buren, like one oh. other chick, and you've got Burray. the leading ladies from, I believe, 20 different it's Hallmark Burray. movies. Yeah. God. It's not Candace not Cameron. Watch hockey. It's God. Candace Cameron Burray. Burray? Get it right. Yeah. Well, if yeah. until she puts a little accent over the E, it's beer. <laughs> it's not. All right. Beer. It's Russian. The yeah. Russian Rocket? It's oh, John yeah. Muir and Candace Cameron Buren. <laughs> not John Muir. Burray. That was the joke. John Muir. M-U-I-R. Gotcha. Yeah, can we get this over with? So, <laughs> oh. I announced we're doing this, and I announced what movie I intended to watch. Because no, 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 no. You announced the movie that you were subjected to watch. No. And then told us to do this. No, I watched it two nights ago for the first time I ever. I don't believe you. And the reason why is because as soon as I came up with the idea, I thought it was devious and went, oh, crap, go pick one before you end up with something worse. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, they're all. But I said, well, (laughs) Jody Sweeten's in a few of these. Yeah. And I've had the hots for her for 30 years. So, okay. I'm going to go with a Jody Sweeten movie. All right. I don't know that I did myself many favors. Probably not. Yeah. I don't. It it would not have mattered what you picked. I don't think. Well, no, because see, Garrick, as Garrick often does, bent the rules. What? No, 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 no. no, I shouldn't say bent the rules. Exploited the possibilities is a better way. What? What do you mean? Don't play dumb. And so, like, like I, you know, but I was like, I'm gonna go right for the stereotypical because I, I knew like there'd be the possibility to find some wiggle room, look for something that maybe is not as bad. I'm like, no, I'm gonna go right headlong into the garbage my wife absolutely devours every Christmas yep. and watch one of these stereotypical. And she, for ones. the first time in this podcast history, said, "Oh, can we? Yeah, don't don't start that with yeah, in the history of the five year history of us doing the podcast. My wife wanted to watch something with me for the podcast. Um, we've been going longer than five years. Oh, geez, just, we're in season seven. Oh yeah. Saying. Oh my God, it's been yeah. We're on. We're moving into seven. We're, we're got more episodes into seven. No, we're moving into eight. We're in season seven. Oh buddy. my lord. Oh my lord. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes. So I think uh, I shut down after three. I picked <laughs> I picked a Jody Sweet movie called Marianne Bright. Now, did I look to be sure it was a Hallmark Christmas movie? No. 
Did I look at the cover art and know immediately that it was a Hallmark Christmas movie? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someone's wearing a green sweater. Someone's wearing a red sweater. <laughs> and there's white around the <laughs> yeah, edges. Yes. And somewhere a barn for some reason. Yeah. A barn. <laughs> Mike, what did you choose? <laughs> okay. So <sighs> this one has a little bit of history. So oh. two a couple years ago, my mom I got a Christmas present from my mom. Mm-hmm. And it was called Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors. Good song, and uh, it's a good song. I, it's still How's that. It's, Christmas? that took place. No, before no, Christmas. No, 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 no. Okay, so there's there's history Dolly here, buddy. Parton. There's a whole story. Just yeah. wait. No, I mean the um, Coat of Many Colors. It's still. Yeah, no. It's not the code. biblical code of different many colors. Code. It's a story about. Oh. this is autobiographical of Dolly Parton. Yeah. Okay. So this movie is still in the shrink wrap. I never, I never unwrapped it. Mm-hmm. Well, then last year I got, a, I got the follow up, and this one is the Christmas of many colors. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay, the coat exploded now everywhere. Is <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna do so this. Is this like a gag gift thing, or is this like? No, 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 no. no. Have you no, met no, his mom? No, 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 no. She's no. like mine. No. Yes. <laughs> there are no gags with my mom. No, none. <laughs> unless, it, unless it involves the Three Stooges. Okay, I'm thinking there are no gags with my mom, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. If his mom is making a statement or doing a thing, it's serious. Yes, it's not that she's unpleasant. No, she's just no. She's not suffering well, fools. It, it may be gag gaggy if it's has to do with the Three Stooges or making fun of my dad. One of those two, then then it's a, then it's okay. funny. Everything right. else is serious. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay, so prior to this, um, yes, I saw these two things on my shelf, on my DVD shelf, and I'm like, okay, this one says coat, so that's not Christmas. So I'm going to do this one. So I popped it in and then quickly realized that <laughs> as Dolly Parton is introducing the movie to me, Saying that, oh yeah, Code of Many Colors was the first one, which was autobiographical. And Mike's like, oh crap, I'm going to spoil everything. And it was a Christmas movie. I'm like, oh okay, crap, yeah. I should have watched this one. So oh, now, I've, now I've watched, I've watched part two without watching part one. So, so you didn't even watch the first one? No. Yet? Did not. Oh my! But God, I understood what lost? it was. Okay, so Christmas miracle number one yeah. was Daddy was saved. You know, Jesus saved him. So. He was all right. I need to watch Code of Many Colors because I'm like, that's not what I expected. <laughs> and by the way, Dolly Parton's dad is Ricky Schroeder, who calls himself Eric Schroeder, by the way, in the credits of this movie. I don't understand that. Wait, what was his name in Silver Spoons? Ricky Schroeder. No, what was the character's name? Rick. Was it like Rick's Rick s- wait, something or other? What's his real name? Ricky Schroeder. Eric Schroeder. <laughs> when was it ever Eric? Like I've never, seen him, I've, I've never like seen on it as Scrubs. Eric. Wasn't now, he Rick Schroeder when yes, he was on Scrubs? It was Rick. He he. As an adult, he has preferred it to be Rick. Yeah. But the credits in this movie call him Eric. So I'm like, all right, bro, whatever you want. I, I would like to know that. I would like to imagine that Rick Schroeder was seeing it for the first time, saw the credits, and he goes, "Are are you are you are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been doing this for thirty years. <laughs> are you kidding you think me? He was a terrible actor and never responded to his his stage name. Like his, uh, <laughs> He's a method. Name, so he's all method. Now, he is the kind of guy, my understanding is, okay, so he did the, the kid acting thing, mm-hmm. stepped away for a long time, then came back and did Scrubs and a mm-hmm. few other things. And uh, um, 
but this was totally on his terms and and yeah. he acts when he wants to act and, and does yeah it when he, he just does, does it. seem to come and go he as he pleases yeah. does as he wants man and uh he needs some okay cash. so th- this one is <laughs> pretty stereotypical and i don't know who does or i i don't know anything about dolly parton's or i didn't prior to this yeah uh, upbringing and all that stuff and uh I, I quickly have learned that she looked up to the 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 town prost the, the town hussy the town she, hussy. she would typically say the town hussy. See, Mike was telling about this earlier, and I'm like, Mike, I already know all this. You know all. Of I've it. never seen the movie, but I live in the kingdom of Dolly. <laughs> you know, I've been to Dollywood Dolly at Christmas yes. time. I know right. what's going on. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm a Dolly fan. So, um, just I guess quickly, this is this movie is about a, a miracle that she and her family experienced with her dad feeling like he needed to go off and make a living, so he took a job in the mines, and and there was an accident, and mm-hmm. there was a, a great blizzard, and somehow the family survived through these hard times. Okay? Gotcha. So that's that's the basics, right? Yep. Um, I totally went into this expecting. Oh gosh, here we go. Stupid Christmas. It was surprisingly well made. <laughs> okay yeah i mean that- here's the thing yours it sounds like your movie had a plot mine didn't have that <laughs> there was nothing there <laughs> it wasn't yours <laughs> mine was much more of the, of the form cookie cutter yes. yeah the i very did. hallmark i don't know that this was a hallmark movie it just looked like a hallmark movie on my shelf okay so i pulled it out and popped it in All right. so but uh, I don't know that this was ever released to movie theaters or anything like that. But like I said, there was quality actors in this. Um, <sighs> Gerald McRaney was oh, in it. Or this is going to help. Uh, yeah, you might know him. <laughs> he was, uh, gosh, what was the one that he was in? Simon and Simon. He was it, in the Simon oh, from the yes. 80s. Yeah, and I love was Simon also, Simon. Yeah, and he Simon was Simon. In, uh, so he was he was the other Simon, not Major Dad Simon. Correct. Okay. And he I was, didn't know he was still alive. No, wait, wait. Major No, he it is Major Dad. Okay, Simon, Ma- right? Major Dad Simon. Yes, and yeah. he was also in uh, team. Yeah. More recently, A-team. he was in House of Cards. Yeah, I was going to say House this, of Cards. Uber, Uber rich guy. Maybe it was um, General Morrison. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, so he had some she had some decent acting. Yeah ability in this the kids were were believable and this is not a hallmark film i mean it doesn't no. sound like it at all it doesn't have hallmark on the well cover. you guys were getting <laughs> was, there a barn? was there even a barn mike there was a barn oh okay in many ways this was very hallmarky but it looks like it was an NBC release. Yeah, so. I actually remember before we had cable watching so, like Dolly Parton, Smoky Mountain Christmas music special stuff like yeah. that. They were on network television. Yeah. So, Mike, you have to now go back and actually watch a Hallmark <laughs> no, movie. No, yeah. no. I, I can't. My, I can't as, my soon, as soon as you said it was well made, I knew it wasn't. There was a, a problem. <laughs> <It's not> a <laughs> Wait a minute. Are going Hold on. on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. So, my film. My Jody Jody Sweeten movie. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to suffer, and that's why hey, I picked Jody Sweeten because hey. I was like, if I'm going to suffer, maybe my eyes don't have. There to. you go, right? And so, were you I, right though? <laughs> <laughs> so let me just describe the plot quite simply for you, because there's nothing groundbreaking. So she's a single working woman. She's the new no. CEO of the company called Marion Bright, the biggest no. like, candy cane supplier in this town in Ohio <laughs> that's known as the candy cane capital of the world. She took over the business reluctantly when her grandmother passed away and relinquished it to her. 
And they're, the business has been losing money for years, but she thinks it's fine. But the board, who I don't know who the hell the board is this a publicly traded company? They never <laughs> explain the board decides <laughs> to bring in a New York company that's Arr. supposed to, I forget what they call, but they're supposed to come in and just like look at you and say, this is what you need to do to get things back on track. I bet there was a big evil guy that came in and was just was throwing a, his weight around. He was a good-looking, angular, <laughs> slender man from New York working for a top boss, kind of a mover-shaker CEO lady of his company, comes in to take a look, but Jody Sweeten doesn't want him there so much. She's just reluctantly accepting it, and he's got a lot of angles on his face they're very sharp and pointy angles, and one eye is darker than the other, and yep. it bothered me the whole oh. damn time because no one ever acknowledged it. If I, like all, I, Scherzer. all I wanted was a child walking by on the street to point and go, weird, and I would have been fine, but no one acknowledged it. One, the dude's one eye is darker than the other. And then they bone? And so, <laughs> and so this is what happens. They start talking about the business. This is getting along okay, and then suddenly... Wait, you want to do this? I don't want to do that. We're enemies. I overheard you on a phone call to New York talking bad about me. Now we hate each other. But, oh, you showed up at this Christmas party. There's a Christmas mirror. And I incorporated you into our small town Christmas thing. And you're suddenly like, wow, small town Christmas things are great. Even though five minutes ago, I thought Christmas was dumb and I didn't want even to go home for it. And uh, that worked out really well. Yeah, it did. We're getting along great. I have a great idea to make more money. That is a great idea. Let's go find the investor. Okay, that went well. The investor wants to do it no i don't wanna what yes and i hate you now and then we are in love so <laughs> then they bone there was no there was a oh. implied boning maybe because oh. he, in the of course last scene he busts out a ring and proposes of course he did. the best part of this movie what was that her mother out, who never ran the company uh, at the beginning, she talked about how she didn't have time to date, and then she's run the company. And but she thought about adopting a dog, and there's a sweet little dog at the kennel, but or at the at the rescue. But she went down, and he was already gone. And she's like, "Well, it's the holidays, honey. You know it is." She had adopted the dog with the intent to give the dog to her daughter, but she was keeping it at her house, even though she doesn't like dogs. And, and for whatever reason, this has nothing she to do with the plot. You keep having these the scenes doggy. of her like trying to negotiate with the dog who's just like looking at her. She's like, I have to go. No, I can't be here. And the dog's just like, er, er. and she's like, all right, you, you, I'll give you a treat when I get back. Like she's all mad. And of course, by the end, she, she like gives a dog. Jenny Sweet looks him. at her and goes, mom, clearly you love the dog. She's like, I get to keep the dog. <laughs> Highlight of the movie was this dog just going er, over and over again. It's like scruffy little mutt. Nice. This movie you guys have heard me use this phrase before. I coined this phrase, I believe. The biggest problem with this movie is that it was a doom, 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 doom movie. And by that, I mean, after they made the movie, they realized they only had a buck 75 left to score the film. Oh, no. <laughs> and so they found somebody with a Yamaha kids keyboard. Oh, no. And it's just the every it's like ugly Betty uh, uh, other shows in that vein that have come before where it's like, for whatever reason, it's a show geared at women, and the all the sets are completely white. Now, this is a Christmas movie. They get away with a little bit of that. But you know what I mean? Those, those shows were like, for whatever reason, this office is white, and there's no walls or windows. There's just a white infinity wall around. You know what I mean? And every sound when they're walking around, like, I don't know. Did he really say that about you? You're hearing boom, 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 boom. I mean, it's like it's like That's Tom and shit. Jerry sneaking around the corner after That's each awesome. other. Doom, doom, doom. 
dun, 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 dun. and sometimes it's so loud you can't hear the dialogue. And I'm just like, it is the most grating thing that ruins otherwise meh stuff, makes it unbearable because it it doesn't flow with what's happening. It's completely irreverent in every way. And every now and then there'll be a scene with like a piano music or something like, see, this is okay. And then right back to. And I just wanted to open a vein. See, and bleed I'm kind of jealous because I wanted to hate my movie and yeah. I didn't. I so I might oh, go because you yours. didn't watch a Hallmark movie. I know. Yeah. The, the amazing <laughs> thing about these movies is, of you course, they're inexpl- they're inexpensively made and stuff like that. But like, you look at it and you're like, all it would take is a few people to go, no, wait, not that, and it would be okay. You know, it would have been okay. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't okay no it wasn't okay howie what did you want i know I, i'm saving garrick for last because i think it's hilarious what did you watch so i watched uh, uh an actual hallmark movie yeah mike i'm gonna i am gonna dink. get this until the day i die the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year Hey, I know that song. The what best, is the most wonderful the time best of the year? Of the movie, I bet it was a wonderful movie. The best part of the movie yeah. was the very beginning and the opening song. I thought he was just saying the, the classic wonderful yes. time of the yep. year. Then you're like, oh, this is nice. The kids jingle then it, it becomes it becomes a Hallmark movie. It becomes a Hallmark. How movie. old was it? How old uh, was it? Made in ninety minutes. No. Uh, <laughs> 2008. That's not that old. Not nope. that old. It uh, has Henry Winkle in it, which is the Winkler. reason. Winkler. Winkler. I keep seeing Winkle. <laughs> Henry Van Winkle. Van Winkler. Uh, it has the Fonz in it, which is the only reason I chose this movie. Right. I, 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 when, you, when I saw that show yeah. up, I was like, oh, that's that's one of ours. Yeah. Because somebody went, okay, the Fonz, I can do this. Yeah. Gatorade. <laughs> which, uh, he, he, by, I mean, he was the best part of actually he was the best part of the movie because i feel ripped off jody sweeten was the biggest actor in my film yeah he was he's enjoyable and his character was enjoyable and his dialogue was actually a little witty and enjoyable but but he wasn't the main part of the story yeah yeah right he didn't want to work that hard yeah no where's the i mean the whole point of this thing is the Fonz lost his wife a year ago right before christmas and he pinky tuscadero no he doesn't (laughs) live in the same area as this chick uh uh what's her name brooke burns is the actress okay uh and but She's like a daughter to him. So she, until one she, night, <laughs> she must have moved away at some point. I don't okay. know. But so he's taking a flight over to join her for Christmas. Yay! Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> yay! She, you didn't even see the hand gesture that went with it. It was great. <laughs> she's with currently with this dude who makes tons of money. Wears eight hundred dollars shoes and seven hundred dollars. And shoes. he's boring as whatever. Henry Winkler says it better. Wink Winkles. Yeah, Henry, Henry Winkle boss. Henry Van Winkle. Um, <laughs> so, but on his way to see her on the he hasn't flown in years. 
So when he gets to the airport, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just looking at the screen. He's like, oh, where, where am I going to go? Is he doing the Henry Winkler version of Woody Allen? Because I've seen Henry Winkler do the Woody Allen. Like, I, I, I don't know. What, what am I doing? What am I? I, 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 what uh, am I supposed there to? was a little, actually a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it just happens, happens on this dude who happens to be going to Chicago is where they're going to Chicago. Oh, uh, and Christmas they, in the windy city smells like pee. They just have, I mean, the guy gets bumped by this rude person at the airport. So he, they finagle their way to first class and get in front of the line. Nice. And well so done. they just bonded on this flight over. Yeah. The Chicago. Yeah. And so this guy has, he's, he, he, doesn't have anywhere to go so because his flight's delayed because denver's all booked or all snowed in darn you o'hare airport yeah. and your bad luck uh well denver snowed in so you can't they can't leave o'hare he, to go to denver it, o'hare's the bad luck they made denver snow in no that's true yeah so o'hare's the worst he convinces his niece who's like a daughter to bring this guy over that Neither one of them know. He's probably not rapey. It's fine. But, but, oh, but, but, uh, uh Mr. Henry is a, an ex cop. Now he just retired. Oh, so he's a good judge of character. Okay. So, beep, bop, boop. They fall in love. <laughs> All right. I like bada that. Bada boom. <laughs> I mean, Little of this, little of that, boom, they's in love. Bang, they boning, as Garrett would say. <laughs> they boning. Yeah, all right. Got to the good stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, absolutely, Henry. I'm like, weirded out that you found a movie about dudes. Yeah, really. That that was the best part of the plane ride when they're bonding. You're like, oh. Because seriously, okay. if you look at the slew of them available over the last 20 years, it's all like... Old, you know, s- former sitcom actress who's pretty and smiling, and s- I mean, somewhat decent-looking guy who looks really out yeah. of place standing behind them and less this, important. I mean, if you look at the cover, there's more dudes than chicks. Yeah, yeah, there's more dudes than chicks on the cover yeah. of that movie. That is, that is why you're was, breaking all the stereotypes. I was shocked because, like, she didn't have a best friend that's a girl. I mean, she didn't. There was no friends. She's Are you a, kidding me? That's unrealistic. Dude, dude, Jody Sweeten had an assistant, was her best friend, and was trying to get her to convince her boyfriend to propose to her for Christmas yeah. instead of buying her a bicycle. I, I feel like, <laughs> other lying. than other than what Garrick, chose, he was too dumb though. I I picked the what? best that I could have ever picked. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm I'm impressed. You that sounds like cream of the crop stuff right there. <laughs> it yeah, really yeah. does. Yep. Yep. And he gives it a half star. Yeah. Well, right. Do you guys? Do you guys ever? I mean, because you couldn't get a zero star. You guys did not see the modern no, quintessential Hallmark one. movie like I did. But have you ever sat through any of these? Hell no. Um, My wife watches them like crazy, I, why, and why would I? I'm quietly okay. <laughs> yeah, separate question, question. Separate question. Separate question. Do you guys feel like you have accurate gaydar? Now everybody's afraid to answer. No, the I reason don't. why I, I ask, don't think so. I feel like mine's pretty in tune for some reason. And I watch these movies and I am so unconvinced at how many of these dudes are supposed to be straight. Because I'm, I mean, like wild. I, I'm assuming there's just a giant group of people who want to well, be involved in Christmas movies. <laughs> and they're just like, all right, you, you're proposing to her. Okay. You know, it's an easy buck. They all sound like Oprah. 
Not too many straight guys who would want to be in that, it. That's what. That's kind of what I'm leaning toward. Like, I feel like there's a pool I mean, of dudes who are like, that's true, I've been but... living my life to be in Hallmark movies. You know, like, <laughs> this is my dream come true. Yeah. And I'd I'm, be in a Hallmark I'm, movie. And when my wife's watching these, I'm just silently taking off. I'm like, uh-uh. Nope. Nope. No, mm, maybe on. Have one. you ever Google searched it? No, <laughs> my time is more precious to me than that. <laughs> That's where the line I'm just is. Curious. That's all. Garrick, what did you do? So it, mine is also a Hallmark movie. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Oh, okay. So first, I'll back up. When I was given the topic, it was Daddy. a Hallmark yeah. Christmas movie, and that's all I got. So what I did with that. Like Google searched because I don't know any Hallmark. So he uh, went to Hallmark offhand. and bought a movie. I was going to so say, Gary, research. I know I a place where you could go look and see a pile of them all in a yeah, row. Yeah, but I don't know which ones of those are Hallmark movies or which ones are movies. They Mike say Hallmark, Hallmark on the cover. <laughs> also, there's a, there's, like a barn. <laughs> there's a barn. There's a barn. Look for the barn. <laughs> there's a set of rules you have to meet. Yeah. So I Google searched. Uh, so I wanted to like. I, I understand from, I guess, maybe I don't know. I, I, I assume they were just all the same kind of movie. And maybe I am right now that you guys are talking about it. So I, I wanted to get a little crazy with it. So I searched weirdest Hallmark Christmas movies ever made in Google. Mm-hmm. I can't, I got a You did not get list. an anime. No, I didn't get it. I didn't get any animated anything. So that's too like, expensive for Hallmark, dude. So whatever, <laughs> what, uh, uh, link I clicked on it was like the second or third one down because <laughs> what caught my eye is William Shatner and Gary Coleman. Oh, you know, how yeah. do you break out of the orbit of that once you Shat- once you yeah. fan? Hit it's it. like, it, oh, that's it. I'm like, that's that's first caught my eye. I'm like, William Shatner, Gary Coleman, the same sentence. What's going on? <laughs> so then I read the title. The title of the movie is A Carol Christmas. <laughs> so I don't know. Astute listeners will get this right away, but it's a take on a Christmas Carol. Oh, oh but they reversed it. A Carol Christmas. Oh, I get it. Yep. Not really though yet. So it's uh, the Hallmark uh, television, I guess, channel retelling of Charles Dickens Dickens classic uh, story that's been done in media billions of times. Good old Chuck. Like, well, let's take a stab at that. So they uh, hired Tori Spelling to play Aww. Carol. <laughs> the okay. main character okay. was uh, basically the. I was she needs her name the money, so Carol Scrooge or Carol Scroogeman or you know, <laughs> some take on Scrooge. Scroogenstein. Yes. Yeah, well, personally, going in, I was hoping they were going to start a Charles Dickens like cinematic universe where they all the <laughs> Dickens characters like meet up and. Like, I guess, get boning friends or something. They get boning. Yeah, bone. Yeah. Her name oh, is my Carol Cartman. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so instead of like the uh, money-grubbing lender miser type person, she's a uh, a talk show, a former actress talk show host who is really terrible to her crew and I wanna, to her assistant. I just want to insert real quick. I knew you were going to try to find like find the 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 far corners of this assignment but the fact that you got you 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 honed in on Gary Coleman and William Shatner and ended up with Tori Spelling makes me <laughs> so happy <laughs> yeah she's she's kind she's of the okay. worst 
She's not terrible. No, I she's mean, not terrible. She's just kind of the worst. She, I mean, which works because her character is supposed to be the worst. I guess. <laughs> yeah, she's supposed to be this uh, actress who's, you know, selfish and arrogant and treats everyone with disdain and stuff. And which that's how I pictured Tori Spelling anyway. So it worked <laughs> out great for me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it, the 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 twist is so you know Scrooge was a miserly money grubbing guy and he I guess the the point of that whole story is to put you know people over your profits and kind of take care of those you can. Mm-hmm. Well, in this one, it, I think they took a little twist on it because her aunt was one of those uh, I guess people who did anything to get her little niece into show business. Including like uh, doing shady deals and oh, she's like a dance mom. Yeah, so her, <laughs> I guess her parents weren't really in the picture. Maybe ah. I, I don't really understand what happened to them, but her aunt was really pushing her to like to be who she was. So I thought that was a, a interesting take. How she used to be kind of this nice person, but her aunt like so twisted her and uh, you know manipulated her into becoming this like arrogant self was it, actress was it succeed. aunt marla yeah it was aunt marla shut up yes <laughs> shut your mouth oh swish boys nothing but net <laughs> i think it was marla i'm pretty sure it's marla i was gonna or, say aunt marley but i i did a I did a quick audible yeah, when i was so, saying it so when she comes in she's wearing gold like these all these gold bracelets and necklaces so those are supposed to be her the, chains. Yeah, her chains weighing her down. <laughs> it's like, you're going to be visited by three ghosts. Oh, my gosh. And so the first ghost, the ghost of Christmas past, is Gary Coleman. And so it starts breaking the fourth wall pretty early. What you talking about, Willis? Because, <laughs> well, no, he didn't say that, Jerk. which I was disappointed. We all But she's like, were. hey, aren't you that one actor from that one show where you were a little kid, but you never grew up? It's like, oh yeah, little Petey. Little Petey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but they, they, I guess he's like, yeah. There's not much work for an actor who never grows up and still looks like a kid. Yeah. Like, oh, poor Gary Coleman. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, but he, I thought he did a really good job. He really brought like a, a good like seriousness to his Wait, role. And- I mean, when you said Gary Coleman, William Shatner, I thought this movie was like 30 years old. And <laughs> no, they're like, it's 2003. It's, yeah, you're like Tori Spelling. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> we don't go back further than like uh, he, uh, or uh, Bayside High, what say by the Bell. We don't go yeah. very much further than that with Tori Spelling. Yeah, she's was she in uh, uh, Beverly Hills? Yeah, later on the other one. That, yeah. Was she in Beverly, the Beverly Hills one? Right, nine hundred two one zero. Yes, yeah, because in the movie she was in uh, Tilly's of Beverly Hills, Tilly's. and that was like her one of her main roles. They kind of like they're all, they're taking little twists on things because they can't use the property or else they have to pay the the people I suppose. Now so, different you know, strokes it, had an apostrophe in it, so I like to believe that it was Lil apostrophe Petey. Yeah, Lil Petey. Lil Petey. Yeah, and then uh, so they go through that whole thing. It's pretty much what you think she think goes through her past life, and she had this uh, boyfriend back in the day who was going to propose to her, but she got so busy with Aunt Marla. Uh, trying to become an actress that she kind of, they kind of like broke apart. And Aunt Marla was kind of a really <laughs> was terrible to him. Like basically emasculating him every time she saw him. And it was really disturbing and funny at the same time. 
because she's just a terrible person. Yeah. And I thought the actress did a great job doing that. Uh, so that, then the next ghost is the ghost of Christmas present, of course, which is William Shatner. And William Shatner is basically, I don't think they gave him a script. I think he was just being William Shatner off the cuff. Yep. <laughs> I believe that. I would believe that in a heartbeat. Cause it was, it was pretty, he was, it was probably not his best role. <laughs> he played, he basically, he, there's this, uh, I can't remember. I think it's Dr. Bob or something. So he's basically take on Bo- Dr. Dr. Phil. Phil. Yeah. But she sees the ghost as his form, uh, as Dr. Bob. Oh, okay. And so yeah. I guess he's like a germaphobe or something. Uh, and it's, that never explained why that is, but <laughs> what's my motivation? I think it would be a germaphobe. Yeah. Mr. Sh- oh, okay. It just makes sense for my character. Helps me to get into the moment. <laughs> uh, you know, she goes through her, her current life and sees her sister and like she, her sister has two little kids and they're like, Oh, did, did uh, aunt, aunt Carol send us presents? And she's like, Oh yeah, here they are. And they're like uh, really awesome presents, but she only gave her, Assistant 20 bucks. She's like, wait, those are more than $20. She spent more. I'm going to, I'm going to have to talk with her. It's like, Oh, and William Shatner was like, Oh no, she spent some of her own money to buy them, buy them, buy them. (laughs) So they go to her assistants and she's basically like the Bob Cratchit. And she has a little, a daughter who's a tiny Tim basically. Uh, But instead of having an, uh, (laughs) like a malady of some sort, her uh, father, uh, like they live in a really crappy uh, one bedroom uh, place. So yeah. her, her, uh, a strange father shows up on Christmas and says, well, I'm going to get custody and there's nothing you can do. Cause you don't have enough money to fight the, <laughs> fight this at court, you know, very uh, hallmarky lifetimes type thing. Yeah. And, and so that, that was an interesting twist. How like uh, instead of having that infirmary, she's basically going to lose her kid. Yeah. Um, Basically, yeah, instead of the modern equivalent implying the kid on a crutch is going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And so they go through a bunch of uh, other stuff. But then the, the Ghost of Christmas future comes, you know, as he does. And it took me a long time to figure out who was playing the Ghost of Christmas future because they were not in the credits. And they look so familiar. I was like, oh, it looked kind of like Dr. Cox from Scrubs, but way older. I'm like, no, he wouldn't have been that old. So I had to look it up. It was he was actually played by James Cromwell. Oh, whoa. Zephyr Cochran from Star Trek. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Babe fame. Like he got like, double tricked. Yeah, he's like a you know, semi-legit actor. Yeah. And he never says a line because the Ghost of Christmas feature doesn't talk. So he he takes her through her her future and she ends up, you know, becoming the uh she gets fired from the show and she becomes this old lady who <laughs> sells or does the, the 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 twirly sign things by apartment buildings nice. you know, like <laughs> sign spinning man That's, you gotta hustle yeah, she, she does sign spinning and of course you know she has a change of heart at the end and everything's happy and, and great hooray you know as per usual with these kind of stories they end with and, boning yeah it, it was one of the only i will say this is one of the only christmas carol uh renditions i've seen where they actually read the Christmas Carol within the plot of the movie. So that kind of took me back. I'm like, wait, so a Christmas Carol, this, the book 
exist in this universe where Carol is going through the events in a Christmas Carol. It was it was very uh, meta. I guess Christopher Nolan of them to do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, overall, the the movie wasn't terrible. I mean, it was goofy enough to keep me from getting bored, and you know, well, not Christmas not goofy enough old. to keep some people from getting bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike's face is resting on his pop filter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Christmas Carol is always a good. A uh, heartfelt story of you know redemption, and I, I was always like that story. So that yep. was pretty good. It wasn't awful. I'd give it maybe two out of five stars. Yeah, you definitely had bigger names in yours than I had in mine. That's for darn <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and th- like you were saying in yours, the uh, the the composite the music composer. Yes. Like they didn't. They kept using uh, the dance of the sugar plum fairy just over and uh, over again. But they they would change the key and the tone and, and the beat so that it's like oh here's happy dance of the sugar pump fairy oh here's ominous dance of the sugar so they kept using it. they he saved so much money because I assume it's like public domain they just yeah. changed the key and the tempo over and over again to fit the mood oh my gosh I like great. that is pretty inventive and awesome yeah that's impressive. Normally, I feel like these movies nail up. They nail a popular rendition, classic rendition of a of a popular holiday song during the opening credits. And then you never hear an actual Christmas song again throughout the entire <laughs> film, except maybe if someone's singing it like in a scene, you'll <laughs> yeah. never hear. Another. I don't recall the music in mine, actually, which is kind of odd. I'm Normally pretty sure mine, mine started off with like. A rec- like a popular oh, yeah. one that you would know. You Oh, yeah, that's Burl Lives or something like that. Yeah. And then doom, 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 again for an hour and a half. <sighs> I I genuinely wish I had watched any of the three movies you guys watched. <laughs> but I am glad to at least have represented very accurately what like all of the modern Hallmark sappy ass. I mean, there are people who look forward to this time of year to watch these, to binge these things. My wife wanted me to buy her sweat sh- a sweatshirt from Hallmark that said, my Hallmark Christmas movie watching sweatshirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and they really know how to advertise. They've but, got yeah. loyalists that will flock to their stores well, be- to buy stuff that just says, I'm a dope that likes this dopey sap. But, you know, good on them. <laughs> you know, they right? nailed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason why soap operas exist, too. Yeah. Not everything is Days of Our Lives or uh, what's the uh, what's the other one? Was it Lives of Our Days? No, the one that was on when we were in college. Till the end of time. They had the the mad the days dwarf the, the, the dwarf doll that would come to life. The hell was the name of that show? I've done this on Some this podcast island. before. Uh, no, it had the witch and the dwarf doll and the chick who looked like she was going to start crying at any second. Any every scene she was in. Garrick, you remember what I'm talking about, right? Huh? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, that's the one. So that's a soap opera. Yeah. But I mean, like Gargoyles. Some, some soap operas are hilarious. He man. And that one oh, was passions. Passions. That was hilarious. But a lot of soap operas are just boring melodrama. And it's not even dramatic melodrama. It's just people being melodramatic about a non-event. And there are people who just sink into that. Like it's amazing. And my wife used to like, like she was a big general hospital fan. I could, I would laugh at that. 
Because it's the same thing. The modern uh, Hallmark Christmas movie is the same. It's like, let's not go deep. Let's not challenge anybody's perceptions. Let's do, let's stay in the comfort zone. Make a, make a completely avoidable situation, melodramatic, and then have people propose and get to boning in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, they, so they, according, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm ready to get to boning. No, so, I'm not interested. I got. I was going to say, like, Eric's according to Forbes magazine last year, or their website, I don't know if it's actually in the magazine, I can't say for sure, can't, you uh, Hallmark earned $600 million in advertising revenue last year. $600 million. Just that's for that's how they keep their movies. stores open. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the stores are, they keep their stores open because if one person buys one thing every week, that pays for the rent, that pays for the wages, because everything is so damned expensive. In that you, well, when you're paying like $25 per to make a movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. And you make $600 million in just advertising. I do. Yeah, actually. That's that doesn't include people buying the dumb things like Mike. That is something that I wanted to mention. This is something that actually, this is one of the silliest things. No, he doesn't out. buy Hallmark movies. The, <laughs> the thing that, yeah, he just waits for his mom to give him NBC Christmas movies. <laughs> the, the, one of the things that stood out, talking about cost savings in mine, uh, that I started laughing because it got ridiculous. So early on, there's a scene it, at the company, at the factory, right? And there's a, there's a store in the factory and there's this counter it's like old, like, it, and, you know, distressed wood looking craftsman, crafty style crap. Right. And there's, you know, jar candy. It's candy cane company. So I got register. Later on, they're at the town tree lighting festival and they, she goes, we sponsor a booth here every year. It's the exact same counter, but in front of like a red barn thing with the exact same can of jar candy canes register. Right. And then later on they're at the Jubilee, the Christmas Jubilee, which is in the town Jubilee, which is in like a room, the size of this basement. <laughs> and at the end of the room, there's the same damn counter with the same jar candy cane sitting on it. And I believe I saw it, that same counter with the same jar candy cane in two more scenes that were yet again, new places, not, duplicating scenes from earlier and yeah. i'm like why do they just keep rolling the same it's distinct looking they keep rolling it every smarter not harder yeah. man yeah, the the way they kept cost down in, in mine was it, the majority of it was shot in her home <laughs> <laughs> or just outside yeah yeah. So. yeah oh i forgot to mention uh william shatner as this goes they they would you know disappear and reappear and it looked almost identical to being beamed up it was like <laughs> it was like a gold color instead of a silvery color yeah because that was the only one that was different with the ghost like i was like wait are they oh i see what they're doing here yep because it's it all in her mind transporter energizing because it's all in her mind see she's remembering from yeah. other media things yeah she's she's it's, sleeping you gotta so think about it dream see oh my gosh are we done yet Thank you guys so much for humoring me and subjecting yourselves to this, except for Mike, who has homework. I want to have to say that, though, this was 10 times better than watching the Bats versus Soups. <laughs> wow. So, oh, I'd watch any Hallmark movie wow. before I watch that. There's at now. least another Jody Sweeten one. I'll gladly watch it before I watch Bat versus Soups yeah. again. That <laughs> so, was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they do a Snyder cut. Oh, wait. 
Snyder Cut. Martha! Martha! Why'd you say that name? I'd say the Martha name! <laughs> In this house! I love you now! You're my friend! <laughs> Let's kiss! Let's <laughs> bone! Let's bone. It is late as balls, so it is time to wrap this thing up. Merry Christmas, everybody! Oh, 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 oh. You all wonderful savings and loan. Uh, we're so glad you came along with us for yet another year of Fly Casual, and I'm sure we'll, I don't know, probably do some more next year, it seems like. I mean, odds are. we got Fly. Star Wars crap coming. Woo, you know Star that's good. And we didn't even talk about the glut of Marvel things shown and announced in that Disney investor call, so I'm sure we'll be talking more about that. Shoot, by the time we get together and record again, we'll only be a couple weeks away from the first episode of WandaVision. So everything's going to start true. moving and shaking again. So like Eric's mom. Yep. Wait, what? Yeah, pretty much. But in the meantime, we want you guys to have a safe and happy holidays and we will see you um, in the new year. Am I right? Are we recording again before? No, like next recording date would be Christmas Eve or something, right? I was getting ready I'll to pop, pop up a calendar. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be here too, but I don't know that you guys, these two are going to come to my house on Christmas Eve. Next Friday is Christmas Day. Oh, it's Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yes. Oh gosh. Okay. So yeah, we're not. Next. I mean, this is coming out on Christmas. Something, but yes. Either way, twenty first. Now that we've established uh, the time of year, everybody have a wonderful holiday, and we will talk to you in the new year. But in the meantime, if you want to keep up with us day to day, play by play, join us on Discord. By going to the website, betterkind.com, clicking on the Discord link, or go to our Twitter. Dude, can they even do that? I don't even know if it works right now. Or go to our Twitter profile at Twitter, uh, on the Twitterverse, we are FlyCasual1138. Yeah, and go to our FlyCasual Twitch stream to watch us play Fortnite over the holidays. Oh, you're going to be streaming us? Oh, is that oh. happening? Oh, no. Yeah. It's Mike. Oh, I better get good. You, all you had to do was say the magic word and Mike's face lifted up off the pop filter. <laughs> Fortnite! Woke him up. Boning Fortnite? Yeah. I'm going to go home and log in. Yeah. Boobs and Fortnite. Woo. Boobs. Yeah, <laughs> Battlestar Galactic. <laughs> I got to buy another 25 levels. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't earn it like us warrior hardened Men, well, he's got to catch up to Garrick now. He's like level one, yeah, because he started a new account. Yeah, oh, oh that's yeah, right. that's you a good catch point. Up, dude. That's right. And I just won a victory tonight. So. <laughs> you got a level. That's a level one. My huh? level one. My hey, level wait, one. Victory we need to play with Mike right now. Yeah, wait, quick group up with Mike. In the meantime, uh, I'm Corey over there's Mike. Why casual season eight begins in January. Oh Lord in heaven! Over there's Howie. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Over there's Garrick. Do you have a sizzle reel for season eight? Mm, yeah, but it. we we only showed it to the. Well, investors. here's some storyboards. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna go There's upstairs Mike sleeping. I'm gonna go upstairs get <laughs> a piece of toast. <laughs> that would make some good visuals. I. You have any idea how tempted I am to actually sketch that out? <laughs> like, you know, we need to get Josh here. He can sketch while I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's like true. storyboards of us taking apart a slave one and from a box. Yep, Un like hey. unscrewing it, breaking things uh, on it. Ralphie, oh Ralphie, my, that's mine. This is my favorite. Uh, oh, oh, he's crinkling I it. I think I already, he's crinkling it. The funny it. thing is, I think I already have this one or the gold one. It's one of the two. Ah, gotcha. Uh. Well, anyway, because I'm awesome. 
Y'all, you, have you ever, you ever, there's a tree nursery, a Christmas tree nursery on, huh? uh, on Route 30, halfway between here in Chicago. Okay. And they have a gift shop there. Near Wanata? And they, yeah. It's called, I believe it's called Hensler's. Oh, Wanata. And wow. in that uh, gift shop, they sell the most delicious Christmas jelly. Just saying. Uh, That's a true story. He it did is, a thing. It is wonderful. He did a thing. Merry Christmas, you hoes. But you did it anyway. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho.